What the fuck is up, guys? It is your boy, Jay. And we're back at it, man. What can I say, man? I'm over here jucaying like a motherfucker. Shout out Monuments. Man, fucking, how's you guys' days been going, man? How's life been, man? How's the, how's the fucking post-pandemic shit going? Because apparently doesn't really seem like we're in one anymore, right? I mean, fucking flights are easy now. Getting a babysitter if you need your kid taken care of is easy now. Fucking no one's wearing masks, you know? Fucking, I don't know, man. I guess there is some effects of the pandemic that still are lingering on, but I think for the most part, with all some, you know, with all this other shit that's going on, including Johnny Depp being in court, you know, there's more important things to fucking worry about, man. We got the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean in the fucking courtroom, you know, snitching and shit, dog. So we got to figure that out first. But uh, man, I hope you guys are all having a fantastic day or night wherever you are. You know, I have uh, viewers in different countries. So I wanted to acknowledge that. But yeah, man, I hope you guys have been kicking ass and taking names. And uh, man, we're, we're going to get into it as I promised, man. Uh, I meant to release this a little bit earlier, but we got some more album reviews from 2021. Got to cap that off. Got to do my fucking job. Got to make sure I get this out to you guys. And um, shit, what was you guys' favorite album of 2021? I mean, what was it? It was a lot of good albums this year, man. We we were blessed with some very solid albums. And, um, you know, we're going to figure out what the greatest album fucking of 2021 is pretty soon in, in, in that episode when I do the annual uh, year and reward show. Uh, award show, sorry. But, um, yeah, man, fucking it's going to be crazy, man. I uh, hope you guys have had a blast with all these albums and shit. And, um you know, uh, Stan fucking metal. We got concerts back. I know fucking, um, I think architects are actually, uh, coming to my neck of the woods pretty soon. Uh, but who's coming to you guys neck of the woods. Let me know. I'm going to leave the link in the description for voicemail. I'm also going to do a reminder about that. Um, cause I would like to get more voicemails from you guys. I have enjoyed some of them. They're usually criticism voicemails, which I fucking love, you know, I consider myself the uh, the criticism guru. So um, if I can dish it out, I can take it, right? So yeah, man, we're going to get into it. Uh, some more albums that we did not cover. We're going to start with uh, Set Your Sales, and it's going to be the album Night of Fall. Now, Set Your Sales is a band that has not been around that long. Um, this is their second um studio album uh the first album um, seemed more like a demo to me honestly wasn't a great album i probably would not recommend going to listen to that especially you know before this album if you haven't heard this one but um this album showed a lot of progress with this band they've uh definitely transitioned into more of a more of a recognizable sound they have more you know more of a signature style about them and um, I think that's fucking badass, man. And uh, yeah, this this album was definitely good. Is that it was definitely solid. And uh, we're gonna jump into it, man. And it's led by a front woman, man. And I just have something for fucking bands that are led by a front woman, dude. Like 
especially if they're fucking good, dude, like butcher babies and shit. Like, man, if you're good and you're led by front, it's just something different about that. It's just, seems unfair that they can fucking scream like men do man it's just it's it's fucking gnarly it's fucking awesome but um yeah man so uh we're gonna get into it man the first track on this album nightfall by set yourselves we have ghost uh for me ghost was in uh incredibly produced uh you know the intro i knew exactly the vibes i was gonna get with this song uh, in the first 10 seconds, man. And I think that's very important, you know, to set a tone, man. You guys know how I feel about intros. I don't even have to go into it. Um, a lot of bass progression and uh, rapid rhythmic drum patterns, which was enjoyable. I noticed a huge difference in the intro uh, in regards to the synth bass production on Apple Music, however, and watching the music video, so I would definitely recommend listening to this song on a streaming platform uh, before you watch the music video. So definitely, whether that's Apple Music, Spotify, or all the other platforms, fucking put some bass on that shit. And um, this is this is the song you want to listen to with some fucking bass. Like I said, it's a lot of some bass progression. So definitely let's do it with some bass. And, and don't, the first time you listen to this, don't watch the music video for it. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, you don't want to do that. I'm glad I didn't because I would have been like, yo, what the fuck, man? You know, it's just totally different. I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Let's just say that. Uh, anyways, uh, like I was saying here, uh, you know, Jules, which is the lead singer for the band, um, you know, she really uh, showed her vocal range and highly effective growls on this one. Keyword effective, man. Uh, doesn't really mean much if you growl if you're not doing shit with it, man. So. She was very effective on this, and um, it was enjoyable, man. Uh, lyrically, the song is about uh, the demons uh, the subject of the song has in their head that keep coming back to haunt them, you know, just constantly. And uh, hence why the song is called Ghosts. Spoiler alert. Uh, I gave this song a 4.5. It didn't quite make the 5 range. You know, I'm a little stingy when it comes to that. Uh, but um, yeah, man, it, it pretty much has everything you basically want in a song. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, moving on uh, to the next song, we have Nightfall. I thought Nightfall was pretty cool. Uh, it was a pretty cool uh, guitar play early in the song and uh, during the chorus for sure. Uh, it had an exciting outro transition that gave us some much needed faded sense. You know, I just like those ah. You know, the, those fades with those um, echo voices and shit. But, um, man, it was uh, it was definitely definitely some good shit there. But outside of that, it didn't really offer much out of that. Uh, so this song was a song that had its moments. You know, it was like a streaky song, but, you know, it wasn't a consistent song by any means, which is why I had to give it an average rating of a 2.5 because, you know, it had its moments. It's not a bad song, but. Uh, just it just lacked some consistency for me. Uh, lyrically, this song is about being content uh, in your own darkness, uh, feeling as if uh, it's the only right way to feel. Man, pretty dark shit, isn't it? Moving on to secrets, song number three. Uh, secrets is a chill and uh, cozy vibe, you know, song that starts this track off. Uh, with what appears to be a solid uh, melodic track, um, definitely more po post hardcore like for me. 
Uh, Jules brings echoing screams very similar to Kellen Quinn on this one, showing off uh, the range once more. She has incredible range, dudes. Uh, you know, there's a frantic breakdown with heavy bass progression and a nasty growl uh, that is icing on the cake. That that growl was everything. Uh, a breakdown we didn't think we needed or was necessary, but turned out to be fucking necessary. You understand? So, yeah, man, fucking that breakdown was, was, was very, very, very solid. Uh, lyrically, the song is about trauma uh, suffered by the subject of the song. Uh, in regards to past experiences uh, with their mother and trying to get over it. So uh, specifically about their mother. And uh, I rated the song a four out of five, man, four out of five. Uh, you know, very, very capable song. Very, very, um, very solid, man. It was a fun song. And um, yeah, definitely a good listen. Uh, moving forward, we have uh, Why. Uh, y uh, starts off with high-paced drum playing, rapid screams, which we'll never complain about. You know, can't complain about that shit, man. Gotta get some rapid shit going on, baby. Uh, reminds me of Secrets uh, in that the song brings in claims unexpectedly, uh, which uh, slows the tempo of the song drastically, which I felt wasn't needed on this track, honestly. Um, you know, this one should have just been fast and heavy. Uh, you know, because it was going that direction, that would have saved the song. And um, I noticed that um, time and time again on this album, there are you're going to run into songs where you, you feel as though they should have went this direction, but they go in a totally different direction. And, you know, sometimes that ruins the song and, and sometimes that actually saved the song. And we've seen that in some of the previous tracks. Um, lyrically, the song is about drowning depression. Um, all the questions a depressed person may ask themselves while they're consumed by hatred and self-doubt. Overall, I gave this song a 1.5 out of 5. Just uh, just not really feeling this song. Like I said, it, it just, it's just completely, uh, really didn't offer much and just went totally in a different direction than, than what I was uh, liking. But, you know. Unfortunately, the intro was wasted because that, that was a nice intro, man. Uh, Mirror uh, is a song where uh, you can feel instantly this song is geared more towards the rock genre. Uh, you, you, you can feel it. You get the sense of that. Uh, but I'm definitely down for it. You know, it, it changed things up a bit. Uh, honestly, it had more like a, uh, even Paramore-like vibes on this one. You know, more of the punk uh, shit going on. And um, yeah, man, I'm definitely down for that, man. You give me a rock song, man. Architects do it all the time, man. I'm definitely for that rock sound and shit. Uh, just give me some screams here and there, baby. Uh, another song with drastic song progression. Uh, Breakdown was clever uh, and synth perfectly. The All My Gods Are Dead breakdown lyrics lasted uh, too short, though. You gotta give me more of that, man. It's like they're production team didn't realize man that shit was catapulting we needed that man and uh, it was just too short for me uh it definitely should have been extended uh the breakdown really uh made the song and maybe the band didn't understand that so i was definitely disappointed by that uh lyrically the song is about a subject um concluding 
that this life uh, is it and there won't be any afterlife, uh, doing away with any false insecurities about living beyond just to have false hope and false happiness. There you have it. Um, overall, I gave this song a 2.5. Average song, had potential, never lived up to it. The next song is Into the Storm. Uh, Into the Storm has a faded distortion and an incapacitating scream, which introduces us into this one. Gotta fucking love it. Uh, I did enjoy the dynamic of the uncleans colliding with the cleans in the chorus. Uh, you don't often hear that as sporadic as, as, as this one provided, but it was awesome. Um, also, the rapid melodic switch right into the upbeat drum beat, uh, right into the upbeat drop B chords and high paced drums was fucking AC square, baby. Uh, definitely one of their most well produced songs with just enough sense and echo fades to balance out an ever-changing contrast of styles and this one with vocals. It's pretty incredibly just made out, man. They they, they really knew what the direction they wanted to go in with this song, and it, and it just fit all together, man. They they wrapped it all into one, and it was, it was fucking great. It was definitely great. Um, uh, lyrically, the song is about uh, being overcome by fear, not being able to escape it even when you feel the bravest you've ever felt. Fear is inevitable, according to the subject of this song. Not me, assholes. Uh, yeah, so um, I give this song a 4.5, but slightly away from that perfect rating. Maybe if I would have just got, I don't know, maybe a little bit better chorus or something here, something there. Definitely could have gotten a five, but hey, man, we're in, we, we're not complaining about 4.5s any day of the week. Uh, next, we have the song Anchor. Anchor. Uh, Anchor um, has isolated uh, cleans with little to no instrumental play, uh, you know, which is intentional to really consume the lyrics on this one uh, in the intro, of course. Uh, very Paramore-like vibes once again uh, with... You know, uh, core progressions with guitar and bass, which was refreshing. Um, I thought that was fucking, you know, different, awesome for especially where the direction of the album was going. Uh, very much a heartfelt banger, uh, blended with a bridge of uncleans, just enough of them to not overdo the flow of the song. Just a nice little splash, you know, right there in your face. Just a, nice, just a little splash, you know, not nothing too much, you know. Uh, which was a perfect, um, you know, it was a perfect fit. Uh, definitely one of my favorite songs on the album for sure by them, just because it was, you know, a lot different from all the other songs so far. Uh, and it was just, it was just, it was a heartfelt song. It, it definitely was one of those songs that I could really enjoy being a softer song. Now, if you if you guys have been listening to me for a while, you know I like um, you know harder uh, lyrics, uh, harder vocals, and harsher vocals as well. But um, you know I am a sucker for some good for some good fucking cleans as well. So uh, th this one definitely got me. And honestly, Anchor definitely actually has um, replayability for me too. So that that was that was huge for this song. This song actually had replayability. 
Another song that had replayability for me as well is the next song. Oh, and by the way, I gave Anchor a 4.5 um, out of 5. So, yeah, it's right there, man. Uh, Forgive Me. Uh, Forgive Me has aesthetic, dreamy musical patterns, which brings us into this one. Um, the song has a killer chorus that's very emotionally uh, gravitating that really gave me chills, honestly, uh, with just enough heaviness to not distance the track from the purposeful meaning. Because obviously, you know, this song was really about captivating the lyrics, making you feel a certain way, understanding where, you know, the subject of the song is coming from, you know, poetry and motion, baby. So you know, typically you don't want to have the lyrics being too harsh, understandable, but it was just enough, you know, to where it didn't like overset it, you know, and which fit perfectly, honestly. Uh, lyrically, the song is about a subject who's told themselves lie after lie about the well-being of a loved one. Ultimate regret that creates infinite fragility within oneself. The loved one who ultimate. Uh, ultimately dies because the lyrics uh, state the words, say my last goodbye. So in other words, whoever this song was uh, about uh, in regards to who the subject was speaking of, this loved one, uh, and in regards to this regret, uh, the uh, this person actually died at some point. And, um, you know, that's why the lyrics um, also said, say my last goodbye. So there's definitely a lot of regret, uh, sorrow and remorse here. And um, yeah, man, this was definitely this was definitely a really good song, too, man. So yeah, I feel like in this portion of the album, this was, these were going to be more of the chill songs, which they did a phenomenal job producing and uh, structuring out. And uh, I gave this I gave this song also a four point five, man. So. Yeah, man, you're into that uh, post-hardcore shit. These are the songs to tackle, for sure. Moving on, uh, we have Deadline. Uh, Deadline is a very melodic track that doesn't really offer anything unique instrumentally or vocally or even production-wise. Uh, you know, for me, it was a mediocre chorus with subpar breakdown. Uh, which again was uh, unnecessary uh, for the direction of this track. Very few clean tracks should implement screams. Honestly, if, if that's the direction you're going and then you want to be heartfelt, unless necessary, you know, like songs, for example, like the document speaks for itself by a day to remember, you know, like that song was all cleans, but when they implemented the harsh vocals, it was at the perfect timing and the perfect transition. So it just has to, you just have to make it, you have to put the song in the right position to, to bring them out, especially if you're going to be really harsh with the vocals and, and it just didn't fit for me. Uh, yeah, so the song didn't really offer much, guys. Actually, one of the worst songs I've heard, man, particularly for some of the albums I reviewed this year. Uh, lyrically, the song is about an internal battle that will be lost before it's won, uh, questioning what's real and fake uh, with no answers. So, of course, I gave this song a one out of five. And uh, there you have it, man. Can't give it anything more. Uh, the next song is What's Wrong, uh, which is a free-flowing rock and roll song. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, man, just free-flowing. 
Outro with some fucking rock, baby. Uh, just a song that goes in a different direction for most of the album, which was cool and different. However, nothing really stands out other than that, to be honest, you know, just just a song that's different. Uh, just an average song. Um, realized this band could be the modern day Paramore, honestly, man. When I was really kind of filling their songs out and understanding them, I was like, man, this band... If they went just completely softer, this guy, they actually could be like, sound like the modern day Paramore, man, which we all know Paramore was fucking fantastic. Um, when Paramore was at their best, man, you know, like I said, if they went all in, you know, without any screams or any heavy instrumentation, they could definitely be like Paramore. Uh, lyrically, the song is about anguish and sorrow uh, from the subject in regards to letting something go in the past that should have remained around the whole time. So yeah, that's what the song's about, and that is What's Wrong. Moving on to Reason. Uh, we have Reason here. A ramp up in chords and dynamic drums awaken us up from the last track to start uh, this one off. Uh, I thought the screams were just heavy enough to create great flow on this one. I was disappointed the tempo of the song fell short of how it started because we were due for another heavy banger, man, and just didn't get it with this one. You know, we just felt like they took some songs off. You know, if you listen to the album fully, like I do, I go track by track. You know, we're at this section of the album where it's like, you know, we're kind of going, you know, pretty soft. And then, you know, we got this rock and roll song here with What's Wrong. So you figure, okay, now we're due for this heavy banger, you know, but eh, we just didn't get it with this one, man. And uh, it's part of the reason I think it's just an average song, probably. And, um, you know, lyrically, the song is about signaling the end of humanity. Why continue to keep going when naturally it'll all come to an end anyway? There is no salvation, according to the subject of this song. So, uh, yeah, we're fucked. Uh, overall, I gave this song a 2.5. It's just a purely average song. Uh, moving forward, uh, we're coming to the end of the album. We have Fuck Off, uh, or should I say Fuck Off, because there's no you. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so this song has casual drop B guitar play quickly, uh, which quickly develops into... Uh, rapid heavier intro with guitar pro progression and plenty of bass. Uh, the heavy song we were uh, waiting on, which we had, uh, which had no clean vocals, but we finally got a heavy song here. We knew we were due for one, um, and this song had no clean vocals, so it was interesting. Uh, not many transitions or unique dynamics in this one, uh, but I was. Uh, I was just amped to have a, you know, have to punch a wall and, you know, to make for a good, and I know this song will make for a great fucking mosh pit line. So I was excited about this song. It was cool. Fucking gnarly mosh pit it, it would make. And um, it just gave me some adrenaline. I mean, I needed it, man. I was, I was low. The album took me low and, you know, brought me back up with this one. Uh, lyrically, the song is about an anthem that uh, pushes uh, for the agenda that the band is not here to take part, but here to take over. So if you get in their way, you're fucked. Also spoken by the wise man, Conor McGregor. Overall, I give this song a 3.5. And uh, yeah, man, solid, solid, uh, 
solid adrenaline pumping song. Uh, and moving on, we have the song uh, Shallow, which is the final song on this one. Uh, so, of course, this is a cover uh, from Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, which is a hit uh, pop, you know, song. Uh, Shallow, of course. Uh, it's, it, you know, there's some country chords in here, of course, uh, which happens early in the song, which creates great energy toward the parallel of genres there because, you, you know, they're going to, you know, make it at least post hardcore, but, you know, also they're, you know, they're showing you that they're definitely going to implement the countryness to it. Uh, then warps into a faster paced intro with dynamic instrumentation. Uh, Mike Perez really provided uh, great tonality, which balanced well with the absence of instruments later in the song, which Mike Perez is the feature uh, artist on this one. Uh, honestly, I enjoyed everything about the song. Um, I was actually a little surprised, man. Um, unclean vocals uh, were in this one. Obviously, it didn't really have to be, uh, but they provided a significant boost to the song with a fringe breakdown and one hell of an outro, man, impl implementing another unclean segment, man. So overall, this track was fucking bonkers, dude. It was, it was fucking great. I, I, I did not expect this, especially when I realized that it was Shallow, the cover song. And I was like, man, that, that just kind of threw me off guard. You know, another mostly, um, you know, soft song, but man, they did a fucking phenomenal job with it. It was great. And um, obviously, we're not going to get into the lyrics because it's a cover, you know, pop lyrics aren't really that, don't really have that much death. They're usually all dealing with fucking relationships. So, um, of course, we don't cover that bullshit. We're fucking metal around here. Fucking metal. So we don't cover fucking pop lyrics, okay? We're hardcore as fuck. Okay, but yeah, so overall, give it a 4.5. You know, they couldn't really have done much to give it a five, it just was never really going to be a five. But uh, very, very solid song, uh, nice way to end, um, end out the album. Uh, so Nightfall, the wrap up for it, I would say, uh, the theme of this album, um, is doubt. I would definitely say it's about doubt. A lot of undertones of depression and fear and longing all build up to the album's message being about facing doubt straight on. Overall, I think this album had more highs than lows and provided a style that not many bands can provide, which was very, so this band is very unique, guys. Uh, this band has always been different and refreshing to hear, and this album just added to that. Uh, something to be said about a woman being a frontman, man, I swear. Uh, for a band, I just think it's badass, man. And um, for all my guys listening, imagine dating a woman who could scream like Jules from this band or any of the frontman from Butcher Babies, man. That'd be fucking fantastic. Uh, you know, epic to say the least. Um, you know, no song that knocked my socks off necessarily, uh, but they were definitely, um, there were definitely a few bad ones. So with that being said, um, I'll give this album a solid four. I'll definitely give it a four, man. It deserves a four because there were, there were plenty of 4.5s. So, you know, rounding it out, it definitely deserves a four. Could have went with a 3.5, thought about that. But there, there were definitely enough 4.5s for me to give this, um, for me to give this album a four, man. Solid four.
And that's going to wrap up the album Nightfall by Set Your Sails. Stay tuned, stay metal, stay brutal, because we'll be fucking right back. It's your boy Jay. Don't go anywhere. What the fuck is up, my peeps? We are back, and we are ready to go head first, no pun intended, to another, hopefully, um, very, very solid album. You know, some people would consider Four Storms great. Um, some people wouldn't, man. But um, anyways, man, we're going to tackle volumes happier, man. It's been a while, I feel like, since I've heard any volume songs, man, before this album. Very, very highly anticipated album, in my opinion. I've been listening to volumes, man, forever, dude. Fucking what? Since 2000. Had to be fucking 2011 when I first started listening to fucking heavier music. And, um,. And I remember listening to some of their older stuff, man. But man, volumes, volumes are fucking, fucking legends out here, man. <laughs> some would say against that, but uh, we're just gonna call. We're gonna go with that for now. We're gonna go with that for now, okay? Uh, but yeah, man, volumes happier. Uh, we're gonna dive right into this FBX. Uh, for FBX, uh, the song starts off with an alarm-sounding eclectic sound. Uh, which follows with a rhythm uh, play, uh, quick drum beats, which repeats through the entire song. So the sound pattern of this song is, you know, it, it just remains throughout the song, man, uh, which is usually makes for an interesting song. And usually those songs are actually good when, when it's like that. Uh, no breakdown or much versatility with this song, just an intro that keeps you on your toes with no cleans uh, to be seen. A uh, very solid intro, even with the lack of dynamic play. Uh, lyrically, uh, another rare one. Um, I couldn't really identify on this one, man. I, I just couldn't really uh, fully put the lyrics together on this one, man. But overall, I give it a four out of five, man. Very, very solid song. No hater rate on that one for me. Uh, the next song is Malevolent. Uh, Malevolent is a song that feels as if it uh, picks up where FBX ended, which was cool to hear, uh, considering I like songs that lead to the next song, which we've seen on uh, North Lane's album before. Uh, you know, so that's cool to see that. Uh, the bass, um, and there's bass, bass, and more bass, man. There's a fucking a lot of bass on this one, man. And throughout the album, really, uh, the bass is up front in this one and uh, isn't fucking around uh, so much. So uh, we even get a bass solo, which was fire, man. I really enjoyed that. Very different. Uh, so, yeah, man, uh, lyrically, the song appears to be about the mind of a serial killer. Hence why the lyric of, quote, diabolical debt again, end quote. Which, I mean, if you have diabolical debt, I mean, it sounds like you're fucked up in the head to me. 
<laughs> uh, which to me happens to be, uh, you know, that hunger and void that keeps coming back, considering the rest of the lyrics, you know, motherfucker saying, I got to get that next one. I got to get that next one. But overall, I give this song a four out of five, man. Another very, very solid song, four out of five, man. So that's two four out of fives to start the album. Not a bad way to start off any album, I'd say. Uh, moving on, we have Bend. Bend, uh, bring on the cleans, man. Bring on the cleans on this track. Uh, you hear the first two songs and don't even realize what you're missing, man. I promise you. I promise you that. Uh, you got to love the dynamic between Mike and Michael, man. I can't say enough about the dynamic of what two clean uh, vocalists can provide with the right pairing, man. The fact that uh, Mike has those cleans in him, man, is it, fucking phenomenal. It almost reminds me of Issues. A lot of people didn't know that um, Mike Bond could actually sing. He actually sings now in his own band. But um, that's a, for another day. Uh, but Mike Terry has been more uh, than what anyone could have expected for this band um, so far. Uh, instrumentally, the song is just a, a great car ride home, man, uh, with great bass progression, uh, key tone guitar uh, play, make for a solid tone. Uh, lyrically, the song is about being put down by someone in particular, and as much as they attempt to bring you down, you remain composed without compromising your mood or actions. Pretty, pretty, pretty precise breakdown, wasn't it? I'm just fucking awesome, aren't I? But anyways, yeah, so I gave this one a 4.5, man. Very solid. Made my top-rated list, man, with that 4.5. Very, very solid song. The next song is, oh, uh, good music video as well. The next song is Get Enough. Uh, this album already gave uh, a bass solo. Now, now we also get a bass breakdown um, on this one. Uh, man, this band is on to something with this, man. I'm telling you, with these <laughs> isolated bass patterns, it's fucking awesome. Uh, provides uh, great vibes that are wonderfully combined with the dynamic of heavy chords and pulsing uncleans that lead us to a chorus for the ages, man. Fucking love this chorus. Uh, Michael really shows uh, on this track how much more compelling the band is with him than without him. It's fucking awesome, man. I'm telling you. Good thing Michael's back for sure. Uh, lyrically, the song is about the feeling of loneliness and how most people rather be in love and have a lot of peers, yet people can screw you over uh, and over. And had you stayed alone, you'd be just fine. You wouldn't have anyone to screw you over. So overall, I give this song a 4.5. And um, yeah, man, also makes my top rated list, which is spectacular, man. I'm always looking for those top rated songs, man. Uh, moving on, we have Let's Me Down. Let's Me Down has harmonizing drums, uh, which bring us into this one. Uh, this song is all about the message and vocal uh, synchronization between Mike and Michael. A very heartfelt song that requires more of a certain mood uh, for me. But overall, it's still not a slacker uh, whatsoever. Trust me, it's not. Lyrically, the song is about a hopeless romantic 
Uh, someone who loves hard and puts everything into a relationship only to be misused and underappreciated from someone who says all the right things, which we all run into that person. Uh, the For me personally, as soon as I heard the outro, I knew it was an outro of the year candidate. I can listen to that outro as an entire song, literally just the outro. I'm a tough guy, man. Trust me, I'm, I'm fucking metal, man. You guys know this. But I can't lie, that violin synth could make anyone drop a tear, man. I swear, dog. But man, it was um, man, it, it was heartfelt for sure, man. And overall, I gave this song a three point five. But uh, if I listen to this song some more, I have a feeling I'll probably raise that to a four. I can't go higher than a four, but yeah, man, I, I gave it a solid three point five, man. Let's me down. Uh, next song is Man on Fire. Uh, Man on Fire uh, is prog metal, prog fucking metal. We went from bringing on the bass, bring more bass to prog metal, prog metal. Let's go. Uh, choppy guitar, rapid bass lines bring us into this one. Uh, it's a fiery song with rapid melodies and just an overall cool song. Uh, similar to FBX, uh, this song has no real chorus at all. No clean lyrics and no breakdown, which I am here for it. Uh, and I enjoyed every fucking moment of that. <laughs> you know, give me fucking all hardcore shit sometimes. I'm, I'm really about it, man. Uh, lyrically, the song is about uh, gentrification, which is the process of changing a neighborhood through the influx of more affluent residents and businesses. Um, therefore, even though it's not race related, uh, it ends up being that way. Uh, we can come to the conclusion, considering uh, Mike is the only one on the lyrics on this song, which he happens to uh, be a person of color. Uh, and multiple times in uh, the song, he is questioning why the subject of the songs, uh, race is being brought into question. That along with the phrase like, uh, quote, crumble the monument and police the immigrant, end quote, are all reasons we uh, came to this. Now, a bit strong subject there, but again, that's what they're talking about. It has nothing to do with what I believe, but um, I had to break it down as it was. Um, overall, I gave this song a 4.5. Uh, definitely has some replayability for me, and it, of course, is a top-rated song, man, so it will be listened to once again. Shout out to Man on Fire. Um, moving on, we have Waited. Waited, uh, you could tell that after the first 30 seconds of this one, uh, it was going to be progenty. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> that all, that's all it was. It was just progenty. Uh, but I guess they were due for a bad song, to be fair. Um, you know, at this point in the album, because there's no, like, you know, bad song so far. Uh, and it didn't offer much, um, you know, Waited. Uh, lyrically, the song is about... Uh, reaching that boiling point and overheating emotionally until you start making people pay with force. And um, overall, I gave this song a one, uh, one out of five stars, man. Did, uh, yeah, won't be listening to it again for sure. Matter of fact, I probably will undownload it since I've listened to the album. Yeah, that's harsh, but we're fucking metal. Moving on, we have See You Again. Oh, man, you think you would go from a one-rated song to at least a two-and-a-half-rated song, average, but no, we go from one to one. 
Uh, see you again. Uh, there's a lot of prog riffs once again, but another thrown away song in my opinion. Just a song they just kind of put on the album, and um, yeah, just uh, just 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 didn't deliver for me whatsoever. So it's not much to say. Uh, lyrically, the song is about the loss of someone and wishing they were still there to lean on. So a pretty uh, solid um, track lyrically, uh, definitely something I can get on board with lyrically. But um, outside of that, um, when your lyrics is your best attribute, it's probably a problem. So, uh, yeah, so I had to also give this one one out of five stars. Moving forward, uh, we have Into You. Uh, parentheses hurt uh, for me this song had a chorus that was silky smooth uh, actually opens up with the chorus which is rare these days you don't really hear songs opening up with their chorus I feel like just not really something I, I'm used to hearing much uh, nowadays with bands uh, melodic vibes uh, for sure uh, chorus is repeated a lot to which was different um, you know which was different uh, and Mike's highs made the song uh, compensate enough for a chorus that really carried the entire song because Mike's highs on this song was one of the best, was some of the best vocals they, they did on this album. So that alone for me, you know, combined with the chorus, basically made this an average song outside of that. Wasn't really much to offer there. Um, lyrically, the song is about a horrible breakup that is dragged along for a while because the thing the relationship lacked the most, which is honesty, is the same reason it can't be let go for a while. But when it becomes time, the subject of the song can see it a mile away and realizes the partner is more hurt than they are, and it's what they deserve. So, yeah. Don't fuck up your partner. That's the message of the song. That's the overall in-depth message. Don't fuck up your partner, man. Don't be out there being an asshole. I'm watching you. And I will put an APB on them for you assholes that fuck up your partner, man. Actually, I won't. Volumes will, because they're saying it in their song. You get it? Yeah. Be careful. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I gave it a 2.5 average song. Uh, moving on to uh, Void. Uh, Void has aggressive synth tones, uh, you know, which opens up this one uh, with pulsating screams, adding a good touch. Uh, the chorus is an enjoyable uh, piece to this song with the perfect pitch of more of the rock and roll sound, which was an incredible choice for the progression of the song, which was a great fit, man. I'm telling you, structural the way you put you make your song when you're trying to be dynamic putting it all in the right place together is what it's all about man um the proggy breakdown that felt just as heavy as it should be um although i was expecting something heavier so a little bit let down just a little bit but i can understand the choice because you just felt the song that it was going to go and you know in a heavier direction but it didn't but that was okay because you know th th they made it work for them uh but lyrically um the song is about overcoming addiction having what your body um is telling you is a void but the reality uh you understand is 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 just manipulation 
overcoming it and never looking back, even when you're reminded, you know, of it. So it's like, you know, it's a void, but it's like, is it really though? You know, this drug's not around. I feel like it's a void, but it's just me telling myself that in my head. It's not really a void. You know, like drugs fucking suck is what the subject is basically saying. But yeah, so overall, I give this song a 4.5. So that will add it to the top rated. Void is definitely a listen. Gotta listen to that song for sure. The next song, and I believe our final song, is the self-titled song of the album, Happier. Um, happier, man. Um, ever heard <laughs> ever heard a melodic plea to bitter people? A melodic plea, I'll repeat it, a melodic plea to bitter people. Well, this song is it. <laughs> That's basically the entire fucking song. It's like, fucking stop being bitter, man. <laughs> That's pretty much it, man. Just fucking just put in some lyrics that make it sound like it's about something else, but it's really about just that. Um, Not much dynamic um, or unique instrumentation in this one as the song wanted to move you, you know, move you inside more than rock you, you know, want to move you. Hey, that's a good quote, man. No way. No one steal that. That's my quote. I'm going to patent that quote. I wanted to move you, not rock you. That shit was lit. Anyways, um, I can't believe I just said lit. But anyways, however, uh, the breakdown did get a bit proggy and Mike provided solid vocals, although I thought this song was better off being all clean vocals, to be honest. Uh, But that's just me personally. Uh, Lyrically, the song is an anthem about uh, bitter and narcissist people letting go of the hateful energy and having more joy in their hearts as hate will get them nowhere but in the ground yes in the ground meaning you will not be breathing because you're a hateful son of a bitch again that's what volumes is saying not me okay shout out to all my hateful people out there man we're friends okay (laughs) but yeah so overall i gave this song a three out of five slightly above average solid i actually like the lyrics you know and uh yeah man so let's wrap this shit up shall we uh, volumes happier. Uh, the theme of this album is clearly anger. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of built up animosity. The band wanted to get out from their uh, from their artistic perspective, in my opinion. That's what it definitely felt like throughout listening to this album. And um, you can read those type of things easier, guys, um, as well as I do if you listen to the albums from uh, beginning to end. Like with no breaks, by the way. You got to listen to an album straight through. You can't like, oh, take three songs here in six hours, I'll listen to the next. No, to really get the vibe of an album, the energy, you have to listen to it all back to back. So that's why I always uh, make fun of the fact that like, did I waste, you know, an hour of my life listening to this album? Because, yeah, I literally listened to the full album you know, in that hour, which it should be, unless it's fucking a band like, I don't know, David Maxim Midget or some shit. But anyways, a lot more highs than lows for this album, which is always exciting and fulfilling after you sat down and really dissected an album uh, for an hour. Uh, just two bad songs on this one, and everything else uh, was either mediocre or above average. 
Um, overall, the album gets a four out of five stars for me, which means I definitely recommend listening to it um, if you haven't already. Uh, being that it is a 2021 album, I'm sure a lot of you have. Um, if you're into, you know, uh, music like this, uh, this is definitely more proggy. Uh, so, yeah, man, if you already haven't, um, like I said, man, I'll, I'll never stop repeating it, man. Definitely got to listen to shit from the beginning to the end. That's the way it has to be done. But, guys, with that being said, that is going to wrap up this episode. I hope you guys been staying metal been keeping your foot on the fucking pedal because I need you to I depend on you to fucking do that so yeah guys man uh, that's gonna do it for this episode look out for the annual year in review show which is the only show that matters for an entire fucking year and uh, we're gonna tackle that and we're gonna see who won man we got a lot of awards up for grabs we got the best song of 2021, the best breakdown of 2021, uh, the best intro, the best chorus, the best outro, best guitarist, best drummer, best bassist, the best vocalist, and the best album. So those are going to be all the awards that we're going to be giving out. And uh, fuck, man, it was so fun and exciting realizing what was the best of the best this year because that always helps me because. You know, when I revamp lists like the best albums of all time or the best songs of all time, I could always refer back to, you know, lists like this and, you know, um, you know, documentation that I've put down for, for things of this nature. But, you know, bands need their credit at the end of the day. You know, if um, you came out with the, with the best shit, you've done the best shit in a year's worth of time. Hey, man, you should get that fucking credit, man. You should get that acknowledgement, baby. But yeah, guys, keep your foot on the pedal and do what? Stay metal. That's it for me. I'm out. Peace. Yay! Oh, thank you.